Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast and become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows featuring guests sharing stories about growing up in a haunted house that was possessed by an evil presence, a nightmarish encounter with a UFO in the dead of night, and the financial horror stories from those who won the lottery and lived to regret it. Head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to hear these programs and many more truly thought-provoking shows from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. How did you enhance your psychic abilities, Matt? Well, you know, I'm very different, George, than other mediums that were out there because, you know, I don't know if it's lucky or unlucky for me, my gift was never learned. It was something that was passed down. So uh-huh. it actually was something where my grandmother had this gift, who, and my grandmother was Italian. I don't know. For some reason, it seems to, uh, from a lot of people that I talk to, run in Italians. I don't know if it's just because, uh, you know, it's inherited, or, but I did recently learn that that's where tarot cards are from, is actually from Italy, is where that's it originated right. from. That is absolutely right. Maybe it's in the pasta or something it, like maybe, that. Huh? Hey, it could be. It could be. <laughs> So it started with my grandmother, but, you know, back then, it, it was a different day and age, and you couldn't talk about this. You couldn't talk about being psychic or speaking to the dead or connecting with the other side. It was taboo. It was looked down upon, and my grandmother was so afraid to tell people about what she was experiencing that she kept it hidden for years and years and years, and not even my grandfather knew that my grandmother did this. You know, he, he thought that it, it was crazy. And my mom, the same thing. She grew up where she could hear and see and connect with the other side and was afraid and kept it a secret. And then when I was growing up, I, too, was that same kid. I was like the kid from the sixth sense. And what I don't tell people normally is about how frightening it was because when I was growing up, my grandmother passed when I was three years old. But and it first started with me seeing her. I would have nightly visitations where every night I'd be hearing and connecting with my grandmother. And in the beginning, George... Uh, a lot of people questioned whether or not I was sane. They didn't know if what had happened you know, from when I was younger, if I was actually seeing and hearing my grandmother or if it was that I was having issues with her passing and if it was just that I was imagining these things. Well, so, there, well is, there is a dark side to this world, isn't there? There is, and that's what happened afterwards. It first started with my grandmother coming to, to see me and talk to me, and then later on I think that she kind of opened the door because – then when I was a kid, there was literally, every time I went to bed, I felt like I was channeling every cemetery in the nearby area. I op- it opened up a portal where there'd be souls trying to reach me and talk with me and to connect with me, and souls that I had never met. And now I know that these were souls that were just using me to try to get messages. But in the beginning, it was frightening. And not only were they good spirits, but, you know, along my journey of being a medium, there's also uh, meddlesome spirits, I like to call them, that are not at rest. They're souls that have not crossed over. They're souls that, you know, are here that are not meaning to do good here in this world. So one of, my, one of the advice I can give to people who are going into mediumship is you have to be careful. You have to be careful with what you're opening up. A couple days ago, my girlfriend, her, um, her sister called me. They were playing with a Ouija board. Oh, I know that. no. I know you're probably <laughs> cringing when I'm telling you that. And some people listening on the radio are probably uh, feeling that same thing because, you know, it's, it's, it's scary. You can open up something that, you know, is, is not meant to be toyed with. There is a good side, but there's also a negative side as well, just like what you deal with here in this world. Is it a gift or a curse to have this ability? 
Well, you know, in the beginning, I thought it was a curse, but you now did. I see it as a gift because I see the healing that it brings people. So many people lose loved ones who are not able to say goodbye, that are not able to, you know, um, speak to them or, or find closure from them here in the physical world because they pass in, in either extreme circumstances or they have to watch a loved one suffer or watch a loved one not being able to breathe or live their life to the fullest. And then to hear from them on the other side and to see that there is another side, there is a heaven, there is an afterlife, my loved one did make it there, they are okay, that's what's so healing after all. Matt, had you not taken the path you took, could it have been a curse? It could have. And, you know, I missed my calling a little bit, George, because in the beginning I always wanted to do something with helping others. But because of the fact that I was so afraid of this in the beginning, I pushed it away. I didn't want to have anything to do with this. I remember, you know, being in my bed screaming and crying because the more that I tried to get away from this, the louder the voices would become, the louder they would try to reach me. It was like being thrown into, you know, a horror movie. And I actually started my career as an EMT. And uh, from there, I went to go and see a, a psychic medium when I was in my teenage years you know, going into my early 20s, because I wanted to see what it was that, that I had been pushing away. And it wasn't until that moment that I realized it wasn't something that I had to be afraid of, and I decided to look deeper into this. But, you know, the thing is, is that I also had to train myself to, be, to protect myself and to stay protected when doing the readings. A lot of people do not know that before I do any live event or any live show, even before I come on the air with you, I always say a prayer and I include, you know, my guardian angels, mm -hmm. um, the ascended masters, the other side to keep me protected because you have to, you have to, you have to be protected. Just like when you go and you have to put on layers of clothes to protect yourself against, you know, the harsh conditions of, of the weather, like snow and things like that. You have to do the same thing when uh, delving into the other side. Is it like an affirmation, your prayer? My prayer, it's a quick prayer that I say that just asks me to, to stay protected. It asks uh, that I'm able to hear and see everything clearly from the other side and that I only connect with, with souls that are on a higher vibration because there are souls that will try to get in there and, and wiggle in. But, you know, through the years I've kept myself so protected that now, uh, today, it's very rare that I see the negative. In the beginning, I, I would be you know, there'd be meddlesome souls that were there that would be trying to communicate and trying to break through the barrier. And a lot of times I see that that's what happens with my clients as well. But now that I'm, I, you know, kind of took my spirituality to the next step and I spent a lot of alone time, a lot of time meditating, a lot of time clearing myself and a lot of time really focusing on psychic protection. Now I'm at a point where I don't even see that. How old were you when you started seeing dead people, Matt? Okay, so I was three years old. Three? I, th I was three years old, yeah. I started with my grandmother, and then, like I said, other souls just started coming in and, and speaking to me and connecting with me. And, like, I'd be crying. And you remember, my mother was psychic, too. So I'd be crying in my room, you know, yelling for my mom and to come in to help me. Well, did, you, mother, did you even know what a dead person was at that I age? No, I didn't know. I didn't know what a dead person was, George. I thought that I was being haunted literally, and I'd be yelling and screaming for my mom, and instead of her coming in and being like, oh, that's okay, you can sleep with me and your dad tonight, or I'm going to leave the light on for you or the TV on for you, typical Italian mother, she was on the side of me shaking me going, what are they saying to you? Who's coming through? <laughs> Quick, ask them. Is it your oh grandmother? My. Oh, so my. That's what it was like, and you know, I always feel like that 
my, my mother's words of wisdom to me, George, was never be afraid of the dead. The dead can never hurt you. She's like, if you want to be afraid of someone, Matthew, be afraid of the living. That's yeah, who's going to hurt you. She was right. But why is the other side got this dark side to it? Okay, so the other side does not have a dark side to it. It's souls that didn't make it to the other side. So you have souls that are here. So because when you transition over, George, when you make your transition to the other side, what happens is it's like, it's like going through TSA at the airport. When you go through TSA and they make you take off your shoes and your clothes and all your stuff to go through the metal detectors to pass through, it's the same thing with the other side. You have to release all the negativity, all the heavy burdens, all of the, the you know, heaviness that you're carrying. Maybe it's anger from the past or anger towards a loved one, or being upset with a loved one. You have to let go of all of that, because if everyone brought it with them to heaven, it wouldn't be heaven after all. It would be like, you know, here in America. Uh, <laughs> so you have to release that to go to the other side. But there's some souls that don't make it over, and there's some souls on a rare basis, but it does happen, that, you know, still remain here in the physical world. They don't fully cross over. And it could be because of the fact that they were a bad person here in this world, uh, it could be because of the fact that they, you know, maybe did something that was horrific, like, uh, you know, were, maybe they were a murderer here in the physical world, or they they had gone and uh, it would have been have to do something very dark. So those souls don't make it over, and they don't they don't cross over, and that's why sometimes when I'm doing a reading or I'm connecting with somebody, and uh, it's happened on occasion, where some people are unreachable. It's very rare but it does happen when I'm not able to reach them on the other side. So it makes me question sometimes if, they're, if, if they haven't crossed over yet. Have you ever been scared or, or really felt that your life was in danger because of this? Oh, of course. Uh, when I first started this and, you know, I was, I was connecting with the other side, there were souls that came in and they did some things that I've never shared. There, there were times when I was, I was younger and to try to get my attention, and, and I think even to scare me, because some of the souls that were meddlesome, they didn't want me hearing from heaven. They didn't want me to hear from the higher bright vibration. They didn't want me to hear from the angels and the archangels and you know, the, our loved ones that had passed. So I think that they tried to scare me so I couldn't pass on the messages and I couldn't use my gifts. I remember waking up in the middle of the night and having my bed shaken, and literally the bed, the bed would be shaking, and... Uh, I'd be, I'd be hearing uh, the voices of people screaming in my ear and uh, seeing, seeing terrifying visions of, you know, how people had passed. Maybe somebody was, you know, murdered or uh, committed suicide. Things like that is, is, is some of the visions that they would show me. And I think it was trying, I, I know now that it was that them trying to deter me from doing this work and from delivering the messages from the other side because those who haven't crossed over and those who you know never made it to the other side they don't want all of us to know that there's a heaven they don't want all of us to know that there's an afterlife and they don't want us to uh, connect with our loved ones they want us to push away from it and to stray away from it so go ahead Matt okay so therefore I think that's the reason why there's, there's that side where they try to scare us. It's because they want us to shut down our spirituality. And luckily, thanks for shows like yours, you know, the fact that people started to, sh to share their experiences and sharing some of the ways that they've connected with the other side, what, some of the ways that they've connected with, uh, with their intuition, and, and, you know, especially with the media today covering it more, and shows like yours who have been a pioneer in the industry, it's really been a global awakening for so many people that more and more people are seeing this, more and more people are connecting with the other side, 
And it just started this chain reaction where I see so many people now that are having experiences. They're having experience with their loved ones. And then there's also clients of mine who are having bad experiences as well because they've tried to get into mediumship and uh, have tapped into something that's, that's not so good. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.